Okay, so here we are, our very first episode. I'm Kat Barufi, uh, one of the co-hosts of Bad Binge, which is a bad TV podcast. So for any of you that love bad TV like I do, it's perfect and welcome. Uh, who do I have with me here? This is Katerina Barufi's twin, Frankie, on the line. That's right. You're in Virginia? Yes. We're doing this over Zoom, and hopefully my terrible tech skills don't mess this up. But yeah, we're doing this over Zoom. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am Kat's twin, as I stated. I'm currently in medical school in Washington, D.C. at George Washington University. I'm in my last year of medical school. Woohoo! So here's hoping I graduate, uh, become then, a doctor then, next year. I've told you repeatedly that you will be my butt doctor when this is all over. TBD, but probably not. Well, that'll be discussed. I guess it'll. Uh, we'll talk about that off the air. Discussed. But anyway, also I'm a new mother to yeah. Noah, my baby girl, who's four and a half months old. Yeah, and she's my goddaughter. Yeah, and this babe. Yeah, she's very cute. So she might make an appearance at some point. Um, well, nobody can see her, so... Yeah, but she has a lot to say. Oh, okay, that's a good point. That's a very good yeah. point. Um, well, you know, the med school stuff brings us to kind of the next, the next part, which is we were trying to figure out what we wanted to watch as our inaugural... Inaugular... Inaugural. Thank you. Uh, episode and first little bit of a series, and we landed on Night Shift. Oh, it's a real stinker. <laughs> Pee you. Pee you. Whoa. Yeah, you really didn't like this. We watched this together when I was visiting you, and the yeah. face was one of deep disgust. I think I was in physical pain, like, most of the time. Right. I was um, horrified by it. Horrified. I mean, there's so many things, you know, I'm not a doctor, but there are so many things that I felt just as a civilian, a lay person, if you will, that should not have happened in this show. I think it's just really lazy on the part of the writers. Because if they were to just use Google, I'm pretty sure they would not put in some of the storylines that they did. All right. Well, let me let me quickly pull up the IMDb. It was Night Shift is a TV series that ran on. Shoot, I forget what it ran on. I think it was a NBC, and I think it was on primetime TV, right? On primetime TV, twenty fourteen to twenty seventeen. So it got three seasons in, which is terrible. Was a mistake. The tag for this on IMDb is the category. Are you ready? drama comma romance would you say that's accurate yes oh i would i would say that okay and the the uh, little blurb is a group of doctors from the army return to work the night shift at a hospital in san antonio i don't think that was very clear but okay sure okay I wouldn't say a group. I would say, like, one, but... Yeah, there's, like, one or two, so I don't know. It's unclear who is from where and why, and why this thing was made in the first place, but it's fine. 
Would you like to talk a little bit first about the opening credits? Um, it's just like a really hokey, uh, I, I don't even, to be honest with you, I don't even remember what the, I just remember like the actual like credit, of the title uh, was like a swinging IV bag. Or maybe it was like a swimming bag that was like swinging bag that was dripping blood. Yeah, it was something weird. Something really weird. I hated it. <sighs> All right. I guess we have to talk about this because we said we would now. So. Yeah. Okay. So it opens up with the lead man, this actor. Okay. He's just clearly been on a bender. He wakes up. He's hungover or something. And he's got to go to work. And he's real dirty looking. <laughs> Frankie has a thing about people who look really dirty. Or he like... looked stinky. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Frankie's main issue was that he needed to take a shower. He needed my to shave. Issue... Yeah. My main issue with it was that I feel like the minute. Okay. So our brothers was in the military. We have a lot of family in the military. I have the utmost respect for the members of the military. What I don't have respect for is starting out any creation with flashbacks to war mm -hmm. i feel like it's been overdone i feel like it's not particularly done well on prime time and certainly i was not convinced with this no i mean you know exactly where it's gonna go from there i mean you're like snore yeah down nowhere to go but down oh wow okay so yeah, so he's hungover or whatever. It, he's in jail. Or he's he's in the drunk tank or whatever, right? Was he? Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. They come in and he's like lying on his, like face down. And they're like, time to get up. <laughs> and they're talking or something to like him that. They know him, like that he's been there multiple times. Oh, I'm sure and he it, has. To me, indicates that you have. Um, I think he had some like bruises on his face or something. Oh, because he's a bad boy, so he gets. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So yeah. he, doesn't, he hasn't even talked yet. He then it cuts to him cruising down the highway on his hog. His hog. Yeah, he's driving. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> wow, he's driving his motorcycle. Yeah. Would you like care to describe the next uh, next part of what we see? Okay, let's just paint the picture. He's driving his motorcycle. He's got his aviators, whatever on completely deadpan face there's like a horrific accident on the side of the road there's a guy lying in a ditch with a giant tree bough sticking out of his abdomen yeah not a branch you're right it's so a, it was like a total bough yeah a bough of like a very um i want to like, say about the size of my thigh yeah it was like the, an ancient tree like one that had been around for centuries that impaled this man yeah Lord so knows he, was, how. he was straight up impaled the guy, the main guy, what's his name again? TC? T TC? TC, I think. Okay. I think, yeah. This is how much I love this show is that I know the guy's name. So um Is that your dog he, coming in? Yeah. Hey Andy. He uh he is straight up impaled. Let me collect my thoughts. He's straight okay. up impaled. TC's driving down the road. And excuse my allergies. And he um is suddenly just jumps off his bike like running jump off the bike and like deadpan just like goes up to this to the paramedics on the side of the road and he's like i got this and then he like proceeds to do his thing which is to say they're like 
don't take the bat, like, don't try, take this thing out of his stomach, he's gonna bleed to death. And the guy's like, no, he's not, just do what I say. And then he has a scalp, right? Inexplicably, yeah, he's a scalp, yeah, yeah. I think he has, he has some instrument that, like, you typically don't find. Or that you don't even just in an ambulance, like the MS doesn't carry that. No. So, so he's like, just listen to what I have to say, and then he like takes out his scalpel or whatever and takes out the branch, and like he would have, this guy would have bled to death. You don't just remove something that large that's impaling somebody, right? Because it'll just leave a giant like cookie cutter Correct. hole in your body. Correct, yeah. and that's when you, he will just would hemorrhage out. Um, so yeah, that was the first mistake. And then he gets on his, well, where does it, does he get in? He's in the ambulance with the guy. They go to the- mm, Inexplicable. I mean, it's in, I, I can't remember how he gets there. So he- Oh, wait, we forgot one important line. Oh, they go. He takes out the tree bow. I forget how. And he goes, they go, where'd you learn that? Oh my God, where'd you learn that? And he's like, Afghanistan. Yeah. So that's and I was the like, okay. line, and here yeah. we go. Yeah, so he gets to the, he's he's walking, wheeling this guy through the, through the- uh, He gets to the ED, he's wheeling this guy on a gurney, and he, okay, firstly, you know, in COVID times, we've learned cleanliness is next to godliness wow. for survival. Yeah. As, as they say. I think that's a medical term, right? Yeah. So he wheels this guy, he like, let's go with the gurney. Someone else takes this guy. He's like, I'm done with this. And just to make sure that he's extra clean, he's got blood all over his hands, okay? He's like saturated with blood, slick with blood. His hands are bloody. His clothes are bloody. He takes his shirt off first. I believe it's first. Ah, body with a body. He takes his shirt off. In the middle. Puts on a scrub, in the middle of the ED, puts on a scrub top. He's still wearing his jeans, which are probably still contaminated, and cowboy boots. But then, just to make sure he's totally clean, he does a couple pumps of hand sanitizer and yeah. rubs his hands That'll together. His bloody hands, contaminated hands with, uh, you know, blood. So, okay, let me ask know. you a question, Brendan. If somebody did that in the middle of the ED, like if you saw a doctor do that, would they get fired? They wouldn't get fired, but people would think, you know, do you have a head injury? Like, <laughs> does something happen to you? Because that's just not, that's like if you were to go to the bathroom and you got some stuff on your hands. All over your hands? Yeah. And then you just put some hand sanitizer on it and called it a day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fair. That's fair. So, yeah. Okay. So now we enter into this world of the hospital and half of the drama of this show is them battling with the business admin side of running a hospital. Which is a very valid um, battle, I think. A very valid, um, true conflict, if you will. But it doesn't make for good TV. It makes for bad TV. No one wants to watch it. Right. It would be like making a drama about an accountant who's just accounting. Yeah. 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 what I like in it. It'd be like watching a drama about an accountant who's struggling with QuickBooks. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, yeah, so you've got this little dude, Shorty. I don't know his name. He is dressed in a suit. 
and he already doesn't like our lead character. He hates him. He, um, hates him. he thinks he's a bad boy, and he yeah. doesn't want to have you know him running the hospital. So they're they're constantly in conflict, which is yes, what I want to watch men do, which is just like posture you know it's just mm-hmm. super fun it's like my favorite thing um so that's part of it and he hires this tc's ex-girlfriend by the way works in the er he hires her to be the er shift head shift person whatever chief of night shift okay. so we find out that they dated before it kind of comes out mm-hmm um, that's such an uninteresting storyline, frankly. I mean, there's, like, no tension there. There's literally no tension. You're not rooting for them no. as a couple. You're just like, can I get this over with, or can I gouge my eyes out? And her, her role, uh, her role is, so she becomes head of Night Shift, which sounds like, oh my god, this woman's kind of, like, stepping into her own she's like a boss lady no 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 there her entire big scene is telling everybody to use tablets like yeah. ipads to put uh, a patient information into mm-hmm. there's like four minutes of that where she gives them the entire rundown of how they should enter an electronic file this is television yeah i mean uh, i really zoned out to be honest i don't remember that scene but you got TC in the back, like, being like, this is stupid, which, yeah, it was stupid. But, you know, he came from Afghanistan. He doesn't want to use tablets. Let's get his hands dirty. And keep <laughs> them dirty. fan, huh? Keep them real dirty. Yeah, well, you know, uh, and then that's where the, the tension with the, uh, the shorty starts, the business admin hospital guy. And they get into a fight in the bathroom, and TC punches this guy, knocks him out, and, um... You're like really jumping to the, to, you're jumping to it. Oh, I'm no, sorry. No, no, wait, no, you're not. No, that's no, it right. It kind of happens right after that. It I does. Think. It escalated really quickly. It, it escalated quickly, and he's knocked out on the floor. And some nurse, I think, or doctor, comes to get TC and looks at the guy on the floor and just has no. He goes, <laughs> I was like, what? I guess it's just all fun and games in the ER where people are just knocking each other out left and yeah. right. Yeah, and speaking of, like, one of the one of the residents um, is being threatened, not threatened, but is being yelled at by, like, this big patient who's like, I've been waiting here for, like, hours, man. I need, treat- I need treatment. I need to be seen. And the guy's like, whoa, 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 calm down. Patient doesn't calm down, but also doesn't escalate a whole lot. Like, he doesn't have a weapon. What was that guy's name? That doctor? Oh, I don't know. Well, we'll just call him Army, because I don't know what his name is. Yeah, so Army's, like, trying to calm this dude down. And then his solution to calm this dude down is to put him in a chokehold, and the patient crumples to the floor. And everybody's just chill about that. Like, it's not a crime. Yeah. That it's not assault. Yeah, it, that seems like a that seems like a uh, liability. Yeah. So um, anyway, and then they introduce uh, two more characters who I do not care for: two interns. And for those of you who don't know, I'm sure you do know, but interns are baby doctors. Well, residents are baby doctors, but interns it's their first year of residency. 
So they literally just came out of med school. Yeah. And they're ready to work. And you've got like this, like, all the women in this show who work in the ED have a blowout. A blowout. Oh, hair blowout. I was like, I'm thinking diaper blowout because. Right. Because my baby had one today. So I was like, wow, I didn't see that. All that poop. Yeah. No, not, not. You meant hair. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm on the same page. Yeah. Um, they have amazing hair, and it's in the middle of the night. I mean, people really take care of themselves. Yeah, they do. And um, so, okay, so they they use these two characters of the residents to kind of, like, introduce us to the worlds of this hospital. And <laughs> Yeah, so we're, like, following the doctors around through these interns' eyes, mm-hmm. right? And one of them's a hot intern, like, quote-unquote hot intern female of course that's all she has to her name is her hotness Mm -hmm. she doesn't have I mean whatever and then another one is like this nerdy guy that like people don't seem to like because he's still like a med student and he's like what'd you get in he's like what'd you get in your MCAT which by the way nobody's talking about MCATs intern year nobody's talking about that yeah that's weird that'd be like guarantee you I don't even remember what I got on my MCAT yeah, it seems, you know... I don't even remember what the scoring system is. It seems like they shook up a bunch of medical words and just kind of, like, threw them onto a page. Oh, that's exactly what they did. My favorite part, my my favorite setting of this hospital is where they take these interns for a break. Oh, yeah. Them to the roof of the hospital, which, whatever, maybe there's a roof that people go to. Yeah, like a helipad where the patients come in on. <laughs> right, but it's a full-blown, like, bar. Yeah, it's like a tiki bar. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a tiki bar. Well, they have a neon sign. Yeah. They've got, like, those they got a, lights. They've got a b-ball, like, bistro lights, and they've got, like, a b-ball court. <laughs> yeah, in case you want to just, like, ball a little bit while you're yeah. doctoring a lot. Yeah. Um. And it's a place where people go to rest, you know, like, they don't have a faculty lounge or a student lounge or a staff lounge. They have a tiki bar on the roof. On your, like... Yeah, so everyone's, like, kicking back and throwing back some brewskis while they wait for patients to come in as if there aren't patients. Um, And so, like, they're on the roof, and TC's like, this is where we hang out, and the interns are like, wow, man, this is, like, what the real real, real world is like, and then they're like... You got it. what they say. You got like a, there's been some kind of trauma and they run off. Yeah. Um, yeah, they suddenly all of a sudden are back on medical duty. And um, I think one of the main issues, obviously I have a lot of issues with this show and I don't know how much longer I can hang on one episode and I already feel like a deficit mm-hmm. in my mind and my heart from watching this one thing i have that's a problem is the lead guy is so unlikable and he's so unbelievable he's actually okay so he was in another show that we used to watch when we were younger called merlin where he played like one of the knights Mm -hmm. he was bad then and he's bad now and except this time he has to do an american accent which he's incapable of doing so it's it's tough stuff um, would, this takes us to the kind of the crux of the whole story. What's the, like, biggest occurrence in this, I mean, as if what we've, what we've talked about isn't enough, but what happens 
like the most egregious thing that happens this entire episode? Yeah. Oh, I can tell you. Um, so TC gets this notification that there's been a terrible accident. Surprise, surprise, another terrible accident. So he like gets in, I don't know. So he arrives on scene, by the way. He's a doctor. Probably wouldn't be on scene. Are you allowed to leave the hospital if you're a doctor and there's like a big accident somewhere? You don't typically do that, no. Who's in charge of that? That's a paramedic's job, right? Yeah, it's usually, it's the paramedics. I mean, I know doctors do ride with EMS, um, but typically you don't, yeah, you don't, you don't go like cavorting around. So anyway, they get there. This kid has been in a terrible accident. Um, TC's like, oh, we need to stabilize his spine. So he crawls into the car, stabilizes his spine. They use the jaws of life to get this kid out. And turns out this kid has what they call an internal decapitation, which is when your skull, it is super gnarly and super rare. It typically happens for during high-speed vehicle collisions. So they were right in that respect, but this is where all goes downhill. He says, okay, so he's got internal decapitation. So to explain it briefly, it's when the skull, base of the skull kind of gets um, like like because of the impact and the whiplash and whatnot gets uh dislocated or comes apart from your spine so your spinal cord is at risk of getting severed and i think 70 percent, something like 70 percent of patients die before they reach the hospital and another 15 percent die in hospital okay tc decides he's the only man for the job to save this kid's life for some reason, the neurosurgeon is quote unquote a couple hours out. So they have no neurosurgeon. Um, and uh, TC decides that he's medically trained to do this really complicated surgery, even though he's a trauma doctor, like not trauma surgeon. He's like, I think he's just an emergency medicine doctor, which I hope to do my residency in emergency medicine. So they're fantastic doctors, know a lot, do a lot save a lot of lives. But doing this surgery is not something they would be doing. Right. Like, it's like the difference between, like, a dentist and a dental surgeon, right? You just can't Mm -hmm. go around just cutting people up because you have a medical license. Yeah, he would immediately kill this kid. It's amazing, actually, what happens. So they take take him in. He's like, I can do this. And then they were like, where'd you do this? And he was like, Felicia. Yeah, he's like, Felicia, because he's got, like, a Scottish accent. Right. Irish, Scottish, I don't really know, but it's not so American. Strike number 20 on this. Yeah. And uh, so they're in the operating theater. Do you still call it an operating theater? No, I don't think so. Oh, right. It's an OR, right? Yeah. So he's in the I OR. Briefly, I briefly took a time machine back to 1800. I'm back now, though. Okay, great. Welcome back. Thank you. So he's in the OR, and he's, like, doing this complicated surgery, and he's like, uh, like and he's like doesn't really know what to do because yeah he doesn't know what he's doing he doesn't know what the bleep he's doing let's <laughs> he probably wouldn't even know where to make the incision okay let's mm-hmm. just put it that way okay um and then he doesn't know where to go from there and then shorty the hospital administrator comes in he's in the like observation room mm-hmm. and he's like okay i've seen this surgery being done before which by the way probably he hasn't because it's very rare and he basically instructs TC how to do the surgery. This is a hospital administrator who's seen the surgery done maybe once, 
on this very complicated case. I feel like what they were trying to do was do Grey's Anatomy where you have somebody, you have to have, you have somebody do the surgery because the person is not available to do the surgery and they instruct it. There's like this weird medical show thing where somebody is not available. So they have to like step-by-step step give the person who's doing the operating the instructions. Right. They're like make a one centimeter incision and Which, then repeat that. They, they do that with uh-huh. residents, surgical residents, or whoever, OB whoever's doing surgery, they do that with residents who are being trained, but they're supervising them. The attending right. is supervising them. So they're not, there's no situation where a doctor would be on the phone. I mean, there might be a situation, but that would be really almost impossible where a doctor's on the phone doing it like by blind feel. Sure. Let alone a man who went to, got his like MBA. So the surgery is successful and it is that thing where they're like, yeah, we did it. Yeah. Like we did it. And then they're in the PACU, the recovery room. And immediately the kid can move his fingers and toes and is awake. So TC is maybe Jesus. And then question mark. Um, and he goes, kid got his feeling back as if, Okay, that's just not, it's just not going to be possible. Like, that's also not medical. Like, he said that to his colleagues. It's not a medical term to, quote, unquote, get your feeling back. It's not really a medical term. And also, like, we kept, couldn't expect this kid to be moving anything or be awake right after the surgery. Right, right. But, like, come to find out that Shorty is his- Graduated from medical school. But he couldn't cut it or something? But he could no, he was like blind. He has like some oh, eye disease. Oh, yeah. We watched this a while blind. ago. Oh, this he's is like, blind. it's hard to do surgery when you're blind when you can't see. And I was like, Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's accurate. Yeah, that's freaking the most accurate thing they've said this entire time. Yeah. And so like, you know, he has an MD, but he doesn't have any training. So but somehow between these, these two knuckleheads, they get this really complicated surgery done and it's successful. And this kid is like walking, talking, like doing all the things. Right. And so we end, we end back up in sandals, which is what I'm calling their upstairs. Oh yeah. Like the lounge. Yeah. They end up back in, in sandals resort and everybody's shooting hoops. Everybody's kicking back, drinking some cervezas, having an alfresco dinner, essentially. Yeah, they're having the time of their lives. And we oh yeah, I remember this part. The army, the other oh, god, other doctor, this, like young hot doctor who had also been in the military, right? And he's like punching a punching bag, which is also available for use on the rooftop, right? Punching a punching bag, doing a workout, and he's like talking to TC. He's like, "Yeah, I totally hit that," referring to like the hot new intern. And TC's like, "You can stop, man. Like, you don't have to do this anymore." And the guy's like, "What?" And TC's like, "I know." And the guy's like, I can't, he goes on, sorry, goes on to expound about how he cannot possibly say that he is gay, even though that's what he just said. And what's weird is like the way he phrases it, right? He doesn't say like, okay, I'm in the military. I can't, I can't really say anything. You know, I would be putting my, kind of my whole life would be upended. He says, I love the military. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, I just find to be a weird way to phrase that. And then TC goes... (laughs) <laughs> that's so gay and then they laugh it's pretty they offensive laugh. actually 
Yeah, it's it's a pretty um it's pretty toxic masculinity. Shocking. It is shocking. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's kind of where we end, right? Yeah, I mean, I wish I had never seen this show, but I guess we're in it now. I'm so sorry. I thought if we're in it to win it. Just being a medical professional, you'd want to watch the best of the best, you know? Kind of makes my blood pressure go up. They're jollies. Mm hmm. So if you had one piece of advice to either the doctors or the people listening about any medical things that we've seen here today, what's your takeaway? Don't perform a complicated neurosurgery procedure when you've never ever done neurosurgery okay i think i feel like that should go without saying but i i guess i have to say it well this just yeah and i think it doesn't bode and also if your hands have blood all over them maybe wash them before you put on hand sanitizer yeah i uh and also if you're going to um like change into a scrub top maybe also change into scrub bottoms instead of wearing bootcut jeans and cowboy boots. The bootcut jeans really bothered you in a really like special way. Yeah. Okay. So I think what I'm hearing is that your biggest takeaway is just don't wear bootcut jeans. That would be a start. Okay. Well, great. Thank you very much for that medical advice. Um, well, that's our first episode. I mean, we're, we're trying our hand at this. We're new to this. I'm terrible at tech, so God help us, because I have to edit this thing together and put it up. And Not my problem. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, we might have a few things that we change around down the line, but we thought we'd just put one out, see what's up. See what kind of feedback we get, you know? Yeah, what kind of feedback we get. Yeah, well, it's been real. I need to go um, bathe my child and put her to bed. Okay. But, um, all right. It's going to be a great one. Going to be a big stinker. Can't wait for the next stinky, stinky episode. Bye-bye. Bye.